Welcome back, everybody, to episode 101. 101. Thug Motivation 101, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> episode 101 of The Lookout. I'm glad we are at 101 because, you know what? The pressure of 100 is always just... <laughs> and the pressure that we do and we put on ourselves and it's just like, oh, my God, we got to celebrate. But now mm-hmm. we start... It feels like we're starting anew. Yeah, yeah. Now we're, we're all good to go. Like, everything's out the way. We had a, we we had a great episode 100, so... We back to business. Shout out to you. If you listened to episode 100, please do go back and listen to that. Um, had a lot of great conversations, played a lot of great music on there. All right. So sidebar. <laughs> what happened with that? Did we get flagged? No, we didn't get flagged. No. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, sidebar. So it's getting cold outside. Yes. Here too. Here uh, too. What music usually like? What music, like, because I have, there's a song that I feel like signifies like cold weather for me. Like some weird shit. Like what, what, what song like signifies like cold weather for you? Um, that's a good question. Like what song do I put on when I, like, I know it's about to get, like when it, the weather's it just changing? You associate it with cold weather. It's not like you putting it on and it's like, let me warm up. It's like, you're associated with like cold weather. Let me tell you two. Uh, I, I listen to like um, like I remember when House of Balloons came out, and I would play the morning like religiously. I think I think that whole project is like such a fall winter project. I, I love the feeling. That's amazing. I was waiting for the police to stop rolling by. Um, I heard him pulling up. I heard him pulling up. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. I, the weekend, the morning is like. Every now and then, I don't play as much as I used to, but man, it, it still kind of hits the same for me. So, today, I was running outside. It's cold. I don't recommend it anymore. Yeah, shorts on? I did have shorts on. Yeah. Yesterday, I had long pants on. Today, See, I had shorts on. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what cold? Yeah. <laughs> Body warms up. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, so boom. So, two songs. Mm. That are always associated with cold. And one is funny because when I was with Jamal earlier this year, um, it really like uh, really popped off. So one is What We Do by Freeway, Jay-Z, and Beanie Siegel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop working and I travel. Like, yeah, that's how you just know, right? <laughs> that's like bundle up. <laughs> and then today as I was running mm-hmm. and shuffle hold on let me get this song right it's an avril lavigne song how do you feel about avril lavigne by the way i love avril man they try to they try to say she was a clone man they try they tried to gucci main her bro and i ain't fuck with I that at all the, the, <laughs> you remember that <laughs> i do i believe the, the the story it's like one of those like you know those rumors about like pokemon and stuff like that yeah. like it's one of those rumors that i was like oh huh Okay, oh, yeah, like okay. not only is there a clone, but there's a person that looks exactly like her that they said replaced her. Yeah, I got trapped in like a YouTube like wormhole one day over mm-hmm. that. So, but yeah, shout out, shout out Avril. Yes, she's anyway, a legend in the game. My Avril Lavigne. Black um, people love Avril Lavigne. I agree. Yeah. Listen, I'm with you by Avril Lavigne. Just oh, such a good wow. song, dude. It's beautiful, Bruh, When when the bridge comes in, yeah. She starts doing the yodeling, the yodeling shit, man. I, I was like, "Yo, she just made, she just made yodeling pop, bro." <laughs> no, man, you just, ha- you really had to be there. Like, you really yeah. had to be there. That's one of those records. Like, if you were tuning the TRL or some shit, and it came on, like, you yeah. just had um, to be there, bro. Or just like it's a different feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Crazy world. The vocals. I'm just looking at it now on Wikipedia. Like it was nominated for Song of the Year for a <laughs> right best pop vocal performance, <laughs> number four on Billboard. And she was yelling on the bridge or something Canadian, uh, something Canadian. It had to be incredible. I wonder if Avril watches anime. <sighs> That's a good question. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I feel like she might be the type. You know what? I don't know. Cause I don't really know her like that. Like I feel like I don't know her like adult. I don't know what she's grown into as a person. Like I guess that's I true. She could be a clone. I, I we don't like know I, if she is who she who she says she is, man. You know what I'm saying? She could be. So 
who knows i'm not fully sure yet but i want to believe that she could and and would um in some instances um we got a big episode today we do we do um we're talking about one of your faves you're talking about one of my faves not only that we're talking about we got exclusive access ladies and gentlemen oh yeah i you know i wasn't i was gonna play this light too dude i wasn't even gonna like you know Listen, no, but there's no way to play it like we earned it. <laughs> yeah, 101, baby. About time we started getting some. I know, right? Man. Truly, truly. Um, no. so of course, with the upcoming movie, My Hero Academia World Mission mm-hmm. coming out, we managed to get sneak peek access, and we have been given the green light to review the movie and release it. I mean, we can release our review on the movie. I was like, damn, then, you know, I was like, okay. Yeah, it's right. awesome. I, I saw that and I was like, yo, I felt, I felt official. Like, you know, I was driving and I was like, there's nobody else in this highway to see this movie. You know, <laughs> like, like, I had a moment, bro. I had a moment. You feel me? I was telling people, I was like, <laughs> this movie? Listen. Let me tell you about this movie. I can't tell you too I much. I can't tell you too much. But what I can tell you is, you might want to. You might see this movie. You might. See <laughs> it. But guess what? I seen it already. I just want to let you yeah. know. That yeah. it, already. it was really cool, man. Honestly, it was a. Uh, it was a nice experience. You know, I know it was like. You know, it should be something that's more common for you and I, and I, I'm sure it mm-hmm. will be. But like, just the the idea of it, I was very appreciative, and it was awesome. So, it was awesome. Um, so what we're going to do is this episode is going to, obviously it's my hero academia focus. So if you don't like my hero academia, it's kind of tough luck, but considering the votes from last year of our awards, everyone loves my hero academia. (laughs) Apparently, apparently it's still the one. Here we are. Um, so we're going to review season five today. And then we're also going to do, we're going to do a, we're going to do a spoiler free review of the movie. (laughs) And then we're going to do a spoiler heavy review of the movie. So I haven't decided on how we're going to split up this episode yet, whether we're going to do it like, okay, we're going to have it included in an episode or we're going to take it out the episode, but you will have that review of the movie, whether you like it or not. Um, but of course we got some quick hits. We got some news. We got to get through this news pretty quickly because this is a long yeah. episode. Season five is no little feat at all. Um, I want to remind everybody that this weekend, October 28th through October 31st, anime atlanta week anime week in atlanta there we go yeah. there we go i was like a a a w a i was like which one yeah, comes first? tough like, tough that. anime week in atlanta will be you know going down an ad which is another a um in the a <laughs> watching a um yeah shout out ad man <laughs> We'll be there representing for the lookout. So make sure if you're going there, and a lot of people are going there, to be honest with you. I saw Chibi Thad. I saw a couple other people tweet about going it's to the A, man. Listen, is it? How's it? How's the feeling, though? Uh, it's cold right now. Actually, I, I do have a funny story about AD. Me and AD were texting yesterday because mm-hmm. you guys will hear me on the big eyes this week. Um, but, anyways, mm-hmm. I, was at, I was at Barnes and Noble picking up. Um, what did I pick up? I had to pick up uh, Jesus Christ, the last um, the last volume of Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. And while I was, yeah, I, it's like the Barnes and Noble edition with like a little poster, and it's pretty cool. Anyways, Hunter Hunter twenty eight was there as well, and I didn't have it, so I grabbed that too, and I sent a text to Jamal and AD. And Yo, Andy Barnes was like, and Nobles will get you every. They time. will get you, bro. You know, I, I wanted. I mean, I knew what I was doing. When I went in there. You know, I mean, you know, it was, it was, yeah, obvious. You and, go one and he was like, mm, let me see. Oh, yeah. they those, they got a couple of those. Or let me grab one of them. Let me grab you one of those. And suddenly you have to register with four friggin' mangas. Yeah, like, uh, maybe $50. Hours, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens, literally. And I sent him a picture. He was like, man, you know, the best buy I was at earlier today. You know, they had like 20 Hunter Hunters just like lined up. They must be, you know, restocking. I was like, yeah, they got a good bit here. He was like, yeah, I was at the one at Alpharetta. I'm like, bro, I'm at the one at Alpharetta. So it turns out we were at Barnes & Noble, like, because he sent four books that he bought. And we were at Barnes & Noble, like, five hours apart. Wow. Like, at the same one. So <laughs> Listen, if y'all bumped into each other, I would have, that would have been amazing. Oh, yeah, it would have been amazing, truly. It would have been amazing. Um... 
so he's gonna be at anime week in atlanta um it should be fun i'm excited to see what he guys remember we talked about this week of our game plan of how we're gonna attack this and how we're gonna do this and all this other stuff like that and all this other yeah. stuff so um big eyes podcast make sure you stay tuned because i'm sure he will have, have more than enough coverage from anime week in atlanta and yeah it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to, cons are looking fun um we're looking forward to anime nyc people already starting to talk about it on the timeline people already started yeah. put it in a little twitter thing yeah. um it's exciting it's exciting it is it is it's very exciting um sorry to break from the great news but we got a little bit of bad news rest in peace to chris ayers the voice of frieza for dragon ball super yeah rest in peace man uh, he was going through it and uh yeah it's a you know it's a major loss for the the anime community especially the voice of frieza you know how distinct you know how it's like and in you know no shot to any other voice actors but you got to have a distinct voice man. to frieza not everybody can not everybody can do Frieza. Not even not everyone can can't do imitate it. You know, it's it's so unique. And you know it when you hear it. You know, it, it's yeah, yeah. Great, great work, great work, great work from Chris. So, you know, it, it's a damn shame. Um, you know, it's just, you know, big loss for the community. Big, big loss for the community. R.I.P. Chris Ayers. Um Halloween is next weekend, by the way. Halloween is next weekend. Have you been keeping up with the cosplay that's online? A lot of these, a lot, a lot of people doing the thirty-one days of cosplay. I've not. Um, I've been seeing a lot of like you know, basically all the anime that's blown up this past year. You know, getting a lot of love like Jujutsu and um, right. you know, uh, obviously we got. Uh, I just had a blank. Chainsaw Man coming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I've been seeing a lot of fun stuff like that, but not not necessarily. Uh, all the crazy cosplay. I'm actually really excited for MA NYC for that reason, so I could be up close personal with it. I listen. Shout to the shout to women who do cosplay. Cause y'all have been killing it. Like <laughs> they've been killing it crazy. I mean, if you look, you know, I've been retweeting stuff on the lookout page and stuff like that and and, and just like wow. Like every time, whether it's man, fe- man, woman, lizard, uh Godzilla, <laughs> uh everybody like you have n- it's just like perfect every time so i'm gonna say shout out to everyone who's doing the 31 days of cosplay yeah, y'all are awesome. the heroes y'all are the real y'all are the real mvps <laughs> word to katie <laughs> um boom 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 um big news that dropped earlier this week we wasn't disappointed by it we thought no, it wasn't shenanigans it wasn't shenanigans Incredible. It was- Open. How it rare! DVD release. I would turn my phone on the train yeah. when I found out. How rare! Season two box set DVD. Um, new yeah. footage, etc. Et 4K. You know, <laughs> some shenanigans like that. Uh, but it's the real deal, man. It's the real deal. Mom, Mom Psycho. Psycho. Third season. Third season. Waiting. New, new director. New director. Yeah. director who previously worked on the series he's now been upgraded right 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 so shout out to him that's love shout Ooh. out the promotion yeah <laughs> that's fire that's fire more money listen especially if you come back with mob cycle 100 that's oh, what yeah. you know listen that's a series that i mean you guys touched on it on showdown mm-hmm. yeah very but, unique very unique very unique i would love to talk about that series sometime in the future i think it's crazy i think it's amazing i think it's a great like just departure mm-hmm. but also still filled with action but also comedy but also very unique in the way it's drawn and the way it's presented and stuff like that like yeah. i recommend anybody who hasn't seen it yet mob cycle 100 like do yourself a favor if you're chilling out you know what you might want to save it for the holidays yeah. i'll say we, we might be talking about it too, though, you know, so maybe yeah. they can follow along with us. Save it for the holidays. Save yeah. it for sometime Thanksgiving, maybe between the Christmas and New Year type of break. It's an easy binge. It's a cool binge. Like, it's definitely worth it. Like, so I recommend Mob Psycho 100 to anyone who just, like, wants a departure from, like, well, maybe it's, like, before we get into the blood, guts, and gore of Attack on Titan Season 4, Final Season Part 2. Um, right. Maybe you want to get in Mob Psycho. Um, 
that's all the news that we got for this week. It was a short news week, but nonetheless, very much so eventful. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about My Hero Academia Season 5, the most controversial <laughs> of the series of all time. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, stay tuned, and we'll be back to talk about it. Yeah. I am Redestro. It is a pleasure to see you. Today, the Meta Liberation Army will be reborn. I believe without a doubt that the League was an obstacle until I faced them. This is not me surrendering, my friends. It's me doing what's best for our cause. I was a prisoner of my blood, unable to break free from what I've been taught. But then I witnessed real liberation. Tomura Shigaraki is truly free. The Meta-Human Liberation Army and the League of Villains unite under a new name! Ooh, here we go, here we go! The Paranormal Liberation Front. Teams will be assigned to them based on our needs. The nine people on stage are my lieutenants. The name's the same as this hand. <laughs> we'll do what we want. And we're back. All right. My Hero right. Academia Season 5. It's finally finished. We tried to tap onto it. We tried to tack onto it earlier when it dropped earlier this year. And then it gave us that filler episode and kind of like ruined all the momentum. Yeah, that was kind of it, man. That's so funny. That's where everything took a turn. <laughs> I was like, it was a filler episode for episode one. But here's the thing. They usually do filler episodes for episode one. However, mm-hmm. this season was much different than previous seasons for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and <laughs> I think... About it. The the in anime narrative, it to me is completely fine. Story of itself is completely fine. It's everything that kind of been changed about it from a production standpoint right. that kind of makes this arguably the worst season of My Hero Academia. <laughs> Maybe I there were a lot of things in the way as well that I, like outside forces. I, we've spoken about it kind of periodically, but. So the biggest, I think the biggest detriment to the season of My Hero Academia, as everyone will start kind of say, is the pacing of the series. Yeah. Um, the pacing of season five was unlike no other. <clears throat> it kind of seemed all over the place. For instance, I mean, we're kicking off the season with the joint training arc, which yeah. goes, it extends about 10 to 12 episodes of series, which is about almost half the damn. <laughs> too, too long, too long. Way too long. Way too long. And then you have probably the most anticipated part, which is the My Villain Academia arc, which mm-hmm. which is not only I had the most fun. Yeah. Not only is it switched right around from its original placement in the series, which cut a lot of the tension out of the, a lot of the reveals, um, but it was rushed. So I think, and from pacing standpoint, that's the largest detriment to the series overall. The story itself. I mean, uh, Jeff. Have you read up to? Did you read up to this part in the manga? I have, I have, and here and here's my here's my my thing. I I don't know if the production of the show, like mm-hmm. where they stand on finishing it, or where it, you know the time frame of coming out had a lot to do with it. Because the, the way I see it is, the season could have been. I mean, they could have just did my hero, my my villain academia could have been <laughs> its own thing, honestly. Right. I don't think they wanted to do that, obviously, and sacrifice an entire season on that subject. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like you said, it being rushed, but I, I don't know. I, I think I would probably say it was the one that I, I did enjoy the least, but there's a lot of outside forces, a lot of things with the show, because as soon as the show's pacing got bad, I I followed. So, meaning like I followed the pace of the show, I kind of blacked out as well and just stopped watching because I'm like, well... I'm just not really uh, invested. Not invested. I mean, with all of that said, it's you know, it's definitely been the most, the least well received. Which is weird because, quite honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I like this more than I like season four. Um, <laughs> if, you, if we're keeping it, because I feel like while the joint training arc was a tad bit long i mm-hmm. also didn't in season four my favorite thing wasn't the re- remedial training arc and also <laughs> the let's make a band jam jamboree arc. right 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 um so i like the fact that there was action and kind of development 
which is going on and you're showing a lot more of the students because in season four, I mean, quite honest with you, I think everyone that I was highlighted was Deku, um, Kirishima, Asui, Ochako, Bakugo, Todoroki, and that was pretty much it. Um, so for this season to kind of open and you get the joint training arc with kind of everyone in class 1A, class 1B, kind of see where everyone's kind of at. I love mm-hmm. that aspect, but yeah, the pacing for this is way too yeah. I couldn't, you know, when when I'm not in it every week, it, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to take the fact that I wasn't locking into it every week as a fault to the show, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like the way that I am is if I'm if I'm really onto something, this this massive that you got me into, which I actually really do care about the series, um, I'm usually pretty invested, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and it was it was just something, it was just something with it, uh, it just wasn't fulfilling me on that level. No, no, I completely, I completely understand. I completely understand. Um, so let's run through this joint training arc now that we're talking about this, and we can run through it round by round, and we won't, we don't have to make this as long as the ten episode stretch of this because it is not that much to talk about, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> round one. I mean, let's talk about the standouts among the students. First of all, we have Shinso, who's been incorporated. Yeah, Shinso too. Oh, well, I respect it, man. He getting trained now by Aizawa. Mm-hmm. You got the little. Um, I saw the little ropes. The the the. I forgot what he calls them. Not ropes. I, I mean, they're not ropes. No, they are. They're definitely like cloth. It's yeah. binding cloth. Binding, binding cloth. There you go. There you go. So he's got the little binding cloth. Aizawa's teaching him how to use it mm-hmm. because when Aizawa was a kid, he had to learn how to use this and had to learn how to use a lot of close, you know, combat because of his quirk. And he realizes the same thing as with Shinso. It's like, Shinso, if you don't know, if you ain't got no hands, you ain't even good. What you doing, bro? Yeah, you ain't ready for this if you can't actually throw down. So you need something. You need something out, you know, to balance you. It was just like season two. Season two, he used his quirk. He thought it was all nice and dandy. And then when Deku snapped out of it and hip-tossed the nigga through the damn... (laughs) He's like, damn, I'm trash. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm trash. <laughs> I need a binding rope. <laughs> I need binding rope. <laughs> um, with that said, um, so round one, I mean, let's talk about the standouts. Round one, I think the standouts has to be one Asui because she uh, is. A- come on, bro. You already know what's up. She's just amazing in every sort of the word. It was, uh, do I really want to? Let's see. All right. Hold on. Joint training art. My favorite. <laughs> My favorite parts of the first round was the um, Asui and yeah, with um, that what, what court did that that uh, Hirota? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my beast court. Favorite, yeah, yeah, beast court. I turned into a beast, and I got beastly something. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out: do I want to do the teams or not? Y'all not gonna know the names. Trust me, class one B. I'm not interested in learning all of their names, to be real with you. Um, as great as they are, it's just not. I'm not going to learn. I, I, I just learned. We already have. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> we have a lot, bro. Um, so class two, it's really like who you who you got. So round one was between Anim. Well, I guess this the, the Wikipedia last their, list their hero names. Um, Anima, which is the guy who talks to animals, Chargeable, yeah. which is, you know, Lightning Guy, Froppy, Asui, Kirishima, Red Rite, and Shinso versus Dragon Shroud, Gavodian, Suburaba, uh, and Vine. Suburaba. Yeah, I mean, listen. It's, it's, you know, it's your standard My Hero Academia, what you would expect, like, yeah, I, you you get a little bit of everybody. You know, you get to see some new techniques that they've learned, some fun stuff. I think it's cool. Like it wasn't. I think you know showing Shinzo off a little bit was kind of like uh, the coolest thing about it. I would probably have to say, you know, and mm-hmm. figuring some different things out, changing his his vocal cords with this little mouth machine, whatever. Fuck it is. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, of course. You know, everyone, the students are watching on the big screen. It's just, it's just your your normal my hero stuff, man. I, I, I wasn't mad at it. It was cool. It's fine. Yeah. A little long. Um, round two, we got Sukiyami, who can now fly with Dark Shadow. He calls yeah. him Black Fallen Angel. We respect that. We respect that. What a name, right? Yeah. Sounds like a, uh, like a Yu-Gi-Oh move. 
<laughs> it reminded me of Black, was it Dark Angel? That, Dark Magician um, Girl! Black <laughs> Fallen Angel! <laughs> you know? That's what she, Yugi, Yugi would say. Oh my god. And then Kinoko's Mushroom, which mm-hmm. was Silent Killer and all of this, managed to get... <laughs> mushroom shit. She managed to get a mushroom in Tsukuyami's throat and nearly choke him to death. <laughs> Which I was just like, wow. What a way to go. Yeah, listen. And that's how they kind of won the battle. Also featured in this battle was um, Momo, um, Invisible Girl, mm-hmm. Ayoyama um, versus Big Fist Girl, Comic Man, which was incredible. Um, yeah, awesome. Mushroom Girl. And Vanta Black, the guy who sleeps shadows. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, like, yo, these, some of these, like, Vanta Black what? might be a little offensive, to be honest. Just a tad bit, bro. But listen, that's what I was just about to ask you. I wonder who clears these. You know, like, like how does this stuff get cleared on paper? I guess it's it's not blackface if the rest of him is black. But that's, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Listen, he seeps into the shadows like your man. <laughs> So, um, uh, that's oh, all we got to say about that. <laughs> round cool. three, um, round three was a big. Was Wasn't a big this the best? I mean, this was probably the best round. It was, yeah. It was one that was like a battle of will and who can outlast who. Because to be honest with you, I know we called many moons ago. We call Ida the Yamcha of the series, but he's uh, stepping up. I mean, reform. And yeah, he got, he got the good animation too. He got the good. Yeah, he, he did. He did. They 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 got the big bucks on. It's almost like it's almost like they made sure like oh, people are starting to compare him to other characters and other animes and manga that aren't very popular. We need to switch this shit up. We need to make him more cool. Gotta make him a little bit more cooler. Um, so Ingenium's reciprocal burst, which previously could stall out after doing it a couple minutes, he's like, nah, I could do this all day now. Ten minutes. That's me. <laughs> He had a older. He he pulled out the like engine shits on his yeah. and replaced them with new ones and stuff. I was like, doesn't that hurt? Yeah, you would think so. Burst, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, Ingenium Shoto Tailman who doesn't get enough. Uh, I mean, he's there. He's got Tailman winter strong, bro. <laughs> he got a winter fit. You got sleeve. Yeah, he's strong. He got a, 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 what would you call it? Um, what do you put under you when it's cold like outside? Thermal? Thermal. There you go. You got a little yeah, thermal. A little thermal. Um, and, and tentacle versus mud man. Man turns any surface into mud <laughs> and can swim under it. Can swim under the ground. Oh, man. Swim I don't know. I don't know where they get this stuff from, dude. You got um, real steel, which is Tetsu Tetsu. Mm-hmm. Favorite name. We already know what's up. We respect it. Rocketti, which is foreign exchange student who rides on her horns. Yeah. And Spiral, who arms when he punches you can also turn into spirals when he punches you, which could murder you, could not. Or he can dig on the ground or something along those lines. Nonetheless, it's a draw because everyone passes out, which I like. Was- yeah, sure. We don't, we don't want to overpower nobody. Nobody gets over, man. It's all yeah, good. Everybody was- looks strong. Um, speaking of looking strong, round four, <laughs> Bakugo. Bakugo, yeah. Uh, always doing the most. He went one on, he damn near went one on four. <laughs> he did. He did. But here's the thing. Here's what we learned about this. Bakugo learned to trust his fellow teammates. I mean, he still calls them weird names, of course. Earjack girl, um, tape guy. <laughs> Fats and sugar the man. disrespect. Like, he ain't been in school with him for two years. Yeah, but he's he's learning to trust. He said, "I'm going to make sure that no one who is on my team gets captured, because that's what heroes do." Heroes that's, re- do. that's refreshing for him to you know to hear him say that because you know two seasons ago we're not getting that from him. No, no. Like like he felt that way, but he wasn't he, saying it. He feels a lot more of a hero than like this like antithesis. Yeah. Of like, you know, it's like um, Sasuke. Damn, I'm bringing in Naruto references. <laughs> um, Sasuke is like, I don't do what's right for society. I do what's right for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, Bakugo can still be an asshole, but you can also still be a hero. 
you know, I feel like uh, they do a good job, like, showing the big three, which is, to me, you know, uh, Deku, Shoto, you know, Bakugo. Like, hey, you know what? I understand I may not be number one, but I'm 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 one of them guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a top three guy. They, I think that helps him, too. He's like, all right, well, I know what I'm working towards. Absolutely. Um. So they beat the team of Jack Mantis, who I completely forgot whose quirk that was. That was the guy who kind of looked like a bug. Yeah. Uh, Lizardy, who can Lizardy into various parts, and they figured that out pretty quick. Um, Plamo, I don't even know. It looks like a Reggie Steel or Reggie Rock or something like <laughs> one of the Reggies. Um, and Welder, who I'm just gonna assume. Yo, you can tell by their names they were prepared to get washed. Yeah, easily. Like, this was not supposed to be important. Like, <laughs> they're literally, they literally fed them to, to Bakugo. Um, and then round five, obviously the round that we've been waiting for, which features Deku, Great Juice, Pinky, and Gravity versus, I mean, I guess her hero name is El- Emily. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, Emily. Super American. Mines is the guy who looks like the Dragon Ball Z, the little short guy who was in the <laughs> yeah. Um, Phantom Thief, which is the guy who steals people's quirks, rule mm-hmm. and Shinto. So they went four zero, but they were down one person. So they actually went four zero. They didn't get anyone captured, but the entire class one B who had actually the advantage with five people all got captured. So, um, but we burned a lead on round five. Round five, everything goes crazy when Deku's Black Whip quirks manifest. And Black Whip. It's a great, it's, it's a great um, episode to me because I think we finally learn a little bit more about the vestiges and the stuff that he went through at the end of season four. Mm-hmm. And kind of like even when you look back to like the stuff in like season two, for instance, because he kind of saw the vestiges against his battle with Shinsko. Yeah. So during the thing, but he was only tapped in about 5%. So he couldn't even talk to them. But now that he's about 25% in, he's unlocking a lot of these things. And we see that we unlocked a quirk called black whip from one of the previous members of one for all. And I thought it was just an amazing episode because I mean, especially if you read the manga and if you read the current day manga, you see how kind of like pertinent this thing is. But um, this becomes very important because he unlocks a lot more moves and OP. I mean, you get more than one quirk. People, and no one, no, no one's any of the wiser. It was like Deku, you unlocked a new move, like a new quirk. Nobody mad about this. Like, I've been jealous as fuck, bro. I thought it was just superpower, man. It's <laughs> like I thought, yeah, like, you're just strong, right? You can throw cards and shit. When did you become Spider Man? Damn. No, it's actually a really unique thing. I know, you know, it's. T- to me, like it's like you said, it's it's much more relevant going forward for him. So it was an important moment for them to show that hey, this is this is what this is, this is what it looks like, and this is how important it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's really cool. Like it, it helps him. Uh, I guess it's a it's a better way than just having him jump everywhere. They had to come up with something to get him to, <laughs> you know, get where he needs to go without just pouncing. Yeah. So now he has a black whip. He incorporated that he can now capture things, throw things, save things, swing from buildings to buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, they make the My Hero Academia game, and you on a black whip. Suddenly, you turn into Spider Man, rolling through oh, the city. Man. An open world My Hero game? What? Come on! I'll be with that. Create your own hero or villain? Hmm? Hmm? Stop it! Because I was going to get divided. Um, so we're jumping a lot around here. Here's where the yeah. season gets shifty after this droid training arc because there's more than one way we go about it. We can go how the series was supposed to go, or how at least how the manga kind of has it planned out, which is after this, it's supposed to be the my villain academia arc. However, mm-hmm. due to what people suspect is the release of the movie which the movie in Japan came out while this series was, while the season was going on and before the season completed on like mm. side, um, they had to switch around the arcs to prevent spoilers. Now right. when you get to our movie review. You're going to realize why I hated that. 
But <laughs> well, I, I think it was like because when I had noticed, you know, obviously I, when I watched the movie, and I think it was like um, the episode where they start getting into Todoroki's family and Hawks is talking, mm-hmm. um, and I was, and they were, I think they showed like a slight clip of like that. Um, I know we're, we're, I'm trying not to spoil any of the movie, but there's there's something that it leads into the movie perfect, basically. Right. So. We're going to talk right now about... Let's talk about Hawks, Double Agent Okay. Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are our thoughts about Hawks? Now that we've seen him in a much bigger capacity this season than he was in Season 4, we kind of saw him at the tail end of Season 4. Now we kind of see him throughout the season. He's making moves. He's making deals. He might be with the cops. He might be with the ops. Like, he might... We just think? don't know. We're unsure. Which makes his character that interesting. I agree. Um, yeah, I think they definitely, you know have hawks I mean, he's he's made and he's designed to be someone that you're interested in but we're only going to give you so much so getting him as much as we did in the season especially his role you know double agent not sure but not being sure how he's really working agent yeah <laughs> double agent hawks yeah he's like a double double agent because the hero public safety commission sent him to go uncover like league of villains shit yeah so they're like yo some weird's going on in that dyke city Something weird going. See, this is why this series doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and the way it was presented, because they were supposed to show us this, and then we were supposed to inquire. But now we're inquiring about stuff that we haven't seen, and everything gets spoiled. But right. um, there's something wrong going here. We want you to uncover this. So I'm not actually sure. So here's my, and this is maybe where a Turtle Quirk comes in. Shout to Turtle Quirk. Follow him on YouTube. Yeah, I'm not sure if the Dika City stuff happened before the endeavor thing at the end of season four i mean they, do they give us a way to really know i th- so all this happens around christmas new year's type mm. of thing and then endeavor arc happens closer towards the end of the year new year's thing okay okay they show my well, academia which happens before that but then dobby is supposed to go talk to he says at the beginning of my villain academia arc, I recruited a hero that I wanted to talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to Hawks. Hawks. Hawks about this the same time Endeavor, they unleashed. No, no, no. During my villain academia arc, the doctor, Dr. Uragaki says, Urajaki or Uragaki or whatever the fuck it is, um, says, I want you to use a Nomu dobby if you're gonna do this other thing i want you to test one of my gnomes out so this may all this that's right because dobby was like i'm not trying to help and he was like well that's yeah. fine but just do this for me right. which would lead into that that attack right. the attack at the end of season four correct oh, yeah, there you go there you go i mean they, i guess they they make you piece it together in a strange way but yeah it looks like it was before yeah um but the the, the shifting of the, the the damn arcs around makes it a little bit more confusing but yeah. Um. So Hawks is playing double agent. He's working on his pu- hero public safety commission to uncover what's going on with LOV. But then the League of Villains, who's under him, or at least the Meta Liberation Arc, or whatever he's supposed to be working under at this point, um, that he's working under wants him to do stuff for them. Which now he comes up with the implied death of my man, Best Genius. <laughs> Yeah, young genius, man. Buy in a body bag. Freshest denims. Freshest denims. <laughs> Freshest denim. <laughs> Very mean denim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so he hands him the body, and Dobby's still like, I don't know if I trust you yet. I'm like, nigga, I killed a whole... <laughs> I killed the fourth biggest hero on earth. Yeah, you, th- you think you can't trust me, bro? <laughs> There's a whole body right here. The same denim, same fit, yeah. mm-hmm. same everything. Five of ones. Yeah, Dobby's like could have been cosplay. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Hawk's biggest moment, I think, is when he meets Endeavor. We're going to talk about a little bit Endeavor agency, but he hints to Endeavor regards to the paranormal liberation front mm-hmm. that. Um, listen. <laughs> I'm in a club with a hundred thousand niggas. <laughs> that's, that's basically the information that he they got. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's all you need to know, bro. Hundred thousand. <laughs> hundred thousand. What a number, bro. 
hundred that's that could be overkill in any other sense of the word. Yeah, like come on, dude. My favorite part. So here's my I mean, my biggest thing with the series. So this is supposed to come at the end of the season, really. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be the buildup of tension to this moment because when you read it in the manga, it's like the panels just dart from he's like oh second word second second the second oh and he's reading and he's like hundred thousand niggas about to (laughs) (laughs) and i gga hundred thousand where are they coming from need to prepare and he's like oh shit four months oh Mm -hmm. you gotta prepare and this again taps into the end of season four yeah, the teachers are having that meeting. It's like, oh, we need to start the work study again. Something big is about to happen. And essentially, they're preparing these kids for war. And that's why all the work study is happening. And that's why the, the three kids are training with the number one hero and stuff like that. But yeah, it's the most pivotal scenes. I mean, you know, we can we can transfer now to an Endeavor agency arc. But um, they're being trained for this massive war. So Baku, Bakugo, Shoto, and Deku are training under the number one hero, but to to improve their quirks and stuff like that. And we get a little bit of improvement. To be honest with you, after that joint training arc, I didn't really want any more development. I was like, yo, you can I think we yeah, I was fine on that. No more training, no more training sessions. That's where that's where the the we wouldn't have been burnt out on it if it went in the same exact order. But because Do you do you blame Dragon Ball Z for um training like episodes because now some animes are written to where like you don't even see that like you know they kind of fill it in with like a small portion of yeah this person learned how to do this and there's no necessarily like you know like it's like you know yuji is training with gojo but you don't see it but i don't even think dragon ball z training things were as long as some other stuff in this and like you'd have like of course goku training in the spaceship on the way to namek yeah hyperbolic time chamber type shit but it was always offset by like something else is going on Mm -hmm. concurrently with this thing like oh they're on namek and about to get their ass whooped by the ginyu force oh they're about to Mm -hmm. do you know cells on the loose etc etc do you think there's a need there's a need to show training or are you um, more into the battle and then it it happening because of the fight? You know, well, it kind of depends on how you want to improve the character. I think a lot mm-hmm. of these stuff is, especially. I mean, this Endeavor agency arc, this training arc, ends up being it's supposed to be training for the kids, ends up being kind of training for Endeavor in a yeah in a roundabout way. Um, but it kind of depends on. I think this was to kind of showcase. It's like. We need to get these kids ready soon now, and they need to be up like eighty levels. Like we need to be real shit about to go down, surfing on the side of Cinnabar Island, getting rare candies type stuff. Like we need to be one of those. Um, We need to be in the wild area, fighting level sixty five machokes and stuff like that. (laughs) That's where we need to be with ours. Good experience. Um, <laughs> um Endeavor Agency arc. So we learned about Endeavor's relationship with his family. I mean, we already knew it. We already knew. So this yeah, begins yeah. the beginning of the the rehabilitation of Endeavor's image to us. Yeah, to look at him in another way is like, okay, you're not bad. You're not that. I mean, when they, I, to me it started in the season four. That's when I was like, you know what. <laughs> you're kind of cool yeah you're all right with me man but this is this is full circle right here yeah. this is full circle though 100 percent. so we meet their family we meet natsuo we meet um i forgot my homegirl's name ag i might be edgy Todoroki or ng or something along those lines but we meet um shoto's family um we learn kind of about the history of it bakugo and deku are on for dinner it gets real awkward mm-hmm. they're like I'd been like, oh, why? I would have texted him under the table, like, yo, why'd you tell me to come here, bro? Like, shit weird, bro. <laughs> that shit kind of weird, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm sure Shoto was like, y'all family's not always like this. Like, y'all, yeah. A word? Okay. Especially I'm sure they have good days, though. I'm sure they have good days. <laughs> you ever had Bakugo, dinner at Bakugo's house? Like, I'm sure. I'm saying. <laughs> might be turning up over there. Um, But we learn about the son, Toya. Oh, mm-hmm. Toya. Yeah. Oh, how much spoilers have been revealed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
All right, so let's. Uh, all right, let me shut the fuck up. Um, I mean, it's, it's the most non kept secret. Yeah. People know what's up for the most part, but we're not going to talk about it on here because I think it is a major. Let's talk about the next season. It, if you only watch the anime, it's major. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a major thing, but it's Toya. So we learn about Toya, essentially, Toya's son who was killed, training to become. You know what his father wanted him to be, and his family resents him because, like, you pushed him and you pushed mom and you pushed the rest of us all away, and you're the reason why. And you're supposed to be the number two, number one hero, but you're just yeah. and blah blah blah. And you know, meanwhile, he's getting fit. He's getting fits off every every scene. Getting fits off. How could you hate a man like that with a big scar on his face too? Scar is cool. You know what I'm saying, stay getting fits off, bro. Um. We see attack from Star Servant, who makes some prophetic statements, big prophetic statements. It's something about darkness will fall upon the hero world because of new <laughs> endeavor, and blah blah blah. And endeavor is like, yeah, I, that's what they all say. That's cap. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's cap, and kept it pushing. Absolutely. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he's like. What are you talking about, bro? This is nothing to me. And then I guess as everyone's leaving the Todoroki house, because things have just gotten way too awkward for everyone to stick around. Um, another villain ending who's just like, yo, Endeavor, do you remember me? <laughs> and it was like, no, bro, I don't know you, man. <laughs> like, do I remember you? Come on, bro. It's like, you're the hero with the, with the, what you, mummy? What are you, what's your name? <laughs> what is your name? More, you know, more rope. Yeah, more rope is like, well, here's the thing. Here's uh, Ending's quirk. Ending's quirk is very specific. He can control the white lines on the road. Don't throw this nigga out in the desert or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be dumb for it, bro. Anyway, he kidnaps Natsuo, a whole grown college-going kid adult. And they go after him, and we see that, you know, Endeavor is struck in by having to actually um, confront all these things with his family and even save his son who don't even give a fuck about him. And uh, the kids save him. Deku, Shoto, Bakugo, they get, they do work. And it's like, oh, I had to step in. These kids are heroes after all. It's like, how many times y'all gonna realize that, man? <laughs> how many near-death experiences is it gonna take for y'all to know that they're no longer in training? Like... <laughs> Man, come on! <laughs> Big three every time. The the, I, the movie the movie does something like that too, and it's just really hilarious to me. Mm. They KD Harden and Westbrook, baby. Yeah, yeah. They the future. Big three. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this is probably after this arc is when the movie kicks in, which is why I guess they. <laughs> um, which is why I guess the you know the we get the arc switch around. But after this arc is when the movie's supposed to kick in, but this was supposed right. to be a season, blah, blah, blah. Um, Aizawa and present Mike's interlude. I love this episode, or these two pair of episodes. It might have been one. It was one. I think it was just one. I, I, it was like the last one before um, my villain. Yeah. Um, I I, you know, this was like, I saw a, a lot of this stuff on, on Twitter more than anything. Hmm. Which was, which was kind of cool. I mean, I I wasn't seeing. I know again, we've had like the elephant in the room is my theory was there were so many harsh things going on in the anime world that my hero wasn't digested properly by many, right? Because we were we were in the midst of jujitsu, we were in the midst of Attack on Titan, you know, like things that have been pretty brutal since they started. Mm-hmm. And then there was this, you know, and it was happening on a week to week basis, but I just couldn't invest. And to see people like talking about it, I know the manga was getting talked about more than the anime was. Yeah. Like way more. Right. Uh, so it, it, I know they were in a special part at that time, but it, it's just, it was just crazy how like people really watch and enjoy things, dog. Like it's really strange. This this episode, this little interlude, um, probably was one of my favorite parts of the season. Uh, and it was one, actually one of my favorite parts of reading the actual manga itself. I mean, 
as I was reading, we get into the part of the series where I actually remember talking about this part of the manga on the Big Eyes podcast when mm. all this stuff was coming out. So this is very like surreal to me. So the first time I read it, I think it didn't hit it. The emotional weight of everything didn't hit as hard as when I probably read it again in its grand context with everything else. Because when you read stuff from week to week, it doesn't hit the same as when you read it all. When you've been to one story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be skipping weeks just because of that theory right there. Absolutely. So they're called to Tartarus because of new developments by Tsukaichi and Gran Torino, who explained that Nomu are actually made from the the deceased body of people. So the sicko all for one um, is kidnapping dead people and cramming quirks into them and revitalizing them and making them into Nomus, which is a big revelation. Yeah, um, huge. And they learn that Kirigiri is actually comes from is a Nomu, which is big because he doesn't even look like a Nomu. I thought he was just Gen One gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just plasma. <laughs> um, but he may be made from Oro. Oboro Shirokumo, which is the childhood friend of present Mike and Aizawa. They were, I wouldn't even say they're the big three. They were the three Domingos or whatever they were called. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and we know, we, we love a good flashback, bro. We love a good flashback, especially when it's something you haven't seen before. The flashback was good. Was it better in the manga? Yes. However, there is a whole arc dedicated to this in my hero vigilantes. That the I didn't know. Story. Yeah, the whole story is played out in vigilantes about how Oboro dies. Not now they don't have people sneakily coming around mm. collecting the bodies and taking them. Mm. But right, right. Their, entire, <laughs> their entire past story is talked about in the my my hero academia vigilantes thing. So when I read that, I felt closer to this. After I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, but they have an emotional and possibly triggering breakthrough. Oh, also, this part of the season is when I realized that the animation was starting to suck. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, Zawa looks a little boxy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they started to take some days off. They're like, yeah, we got to make this my villain shit look good, man. Let's just slow it down for a second. Nah, man, they were on movie duty. They had to be on movie duty. Because movie looks, I'll, I'll be honest with you, a little preview of the movie. Movie looks good. Um, from an animation standpoint. Um, Agreed. But they had this trigger and breakthrough in the hospital where they learned that one of the last... Cl- well, damn, I fucked it up. They learned that one of the last clues they need for this whole paranormal liberation front thing was when Kurigiri <clears throat> Shirokumo ends up being kind of like brought out of him and he says, hospital. And they're like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is supposed to go. So this arc was supposed to come out after it's still supposed to be after the Endeavor Agency thing, but it's supposed yeah. to be the end of the series. So I always picture that this would be the last episode of season five. I thought that this would be because this is the last clue they need to go in and handle their business. So if, if it was up to you, how does the, how does season five start? If it's up to you, what's episode one? Season five. Yeah, what what would you have done? What, I mean, how would you have started? Training arc. It's still the joint training arc. To be honest with you, it's really the ending of how it's supposed to change. This is supposed to be. I would have loved this. This was supposed to be the end, and and we were supposed to get my villain right before this. Yes. No. 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 You're supposed to get Endeavor Agency. So the Endeavor Agency to this one is pretty good, but you're supposed to get my villain Academia immediately okay. after the joint training arc. It's supposed to be like this two sides of the coin joint training. My villain Academia, while the heroes are you know growing, the villains are kind of growing type of thing. Like, right. Um. So this I always thought it would be the end because this was like the last clue that they need. But no, we go back into time. With the Meta Liberation Army arc, a.k.a. My Villain Academia. I've been touting this arc for years. For years. I had the, mo- I had the most fun. I had the most fun. For years. I'd be like, yo, I, I remember even talking to you, Jeff, and I was like, yo, wait till you get to this arc, man. It's going to make so much sense. It's going to make sense. And, and, and I'm not sure if you read this in the manga before you actually saw this in the show. I haven't. Yeah, actually, this okay. is the you know you you know it was like my first my hero purchase as far as manga is concerned. Okay, okay, 
I mean, it's a good arc. It's a, it's a good arc. Um, <clears throat> so this, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's left on the cutting room floor of this, which ties into a lot of stuff. There's, there's um, the beginning, kind of really the, the first two chapters of this arc is completely gone from the anime um, where they show that the League of Villains is on hard times. Like, they're living in the bando. Like, they eating nothing. And they're trying to, like, rob people. And they're, like... They're just in a bad, bad way. Um, which leads to, eventually, them finding, you know, Gigantomachia. Mm-hmm. And then Giren, the dealer of League of Villains, has been captured by the Meta Liberation Army. And he's getting his fingers cut off. And they've been putting them all around the damn city. I'm like, yo. Mob shit, bro. I was like, yo. These fingers represent. I'm like, God, bro, that's kind of extreme. Simple thing. I was like, I would not do that unless you pointed that out to me. <laughs> yeah, dude. They make a little thumb, little pointing finger thing. I was like, I wouldn't notice that. But it's insane. Y'all got it. I mean, y'all got it. If y'all want to cut off the man's fingers, um, a little extreme, huh? Um, so the Meta Liberation Army. I mean, the entire thing of this arc is the Meta Liberation Army are kind of tight because mm-hmm. League of Villains are getting all the little praise on they're like yo the league of villains i hate these it's the same thing as the the yakuza last season it was like yo these villains these league of villains why they getting all the praise why they They ain't even doing nothing we out here we're the ones yeah we got the plans yeah we got the money we got the backing we got all types of corruption in our city and how come no one's talking about the meta liberation army what happened was somebody somebody gave my man a call and was like Sir, we found Shiggy. He's in a bando. He doesn't have anything. And then that just made him even more mad because he's like, what are these broke dudes doing getting all this love? <laughs> so I think that really pushed him. Like, they're not even getting it like that. They're not even, not really. So they call him and they're like, yo, um, we don't appreciate this. So we're giving you two options. Either you come see us and we beat you. Or we use all of our intel on you to go tell the heroes where you are, and then y'all get locked up. That's right. So the villains are like, all right, I guess we got to go to. <laughs> P.S. We got 100,000 niggas, so don't try anything crazy. <laughs> this is it. This is all you got to do. And Shiggy's like, I've been training with Gigantomachia for like four months. I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I'm much better now. Yeah, yeah. Trust so, me. We meet several of the goofs from the Metal Liberation Army, but the true stars are the League of Villains in the series, who become like the faces of this season. Uh, we get Toga's development. Toga's we do. Role. Toga's backstory, a little backstory. I knocks that out. Little creepy kid smile girl. <laughs> oh yeah, man. She's you know, she's still she's still my favorite, like going forward, but I, I love the backstory. I thought it was like, uh, you know, you actually got to learn a lot about her and the way that she is and obviously the whole blood thing. And I mean, I'll be honest, if my daughter came walking, if I caught my daughter sucking on a bird, um, I'd be pretty freaked out too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to like sit here and act like what she was doing was normal. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, it's a nice little, it's a nice little piece, but it's not her fault though. It's her quirk's fault. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it really is, and I think that's 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 what you have to learn when you're, you know, when you are getting these backstories. Like, there is a reason, you know, saying with twice, although we kind of knew society, a lot about society his society failed them. Society said they failed them. them. Absolutely, absolutely. They 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 frowned at Toga instead of you know trying to help her. So, yeah, this is what you now, get. Now you now she stabs people for a living. Um, that's right. So <laughs> her court, hey, she uh, she OP though with that new development though which we'll talk about. But if she well, she steals, she's now able to use the quirk of the people whose blood that she steals. Which yeah, that's crazy. that's big time. And she uses Ochako's quirk to kill people, which is she crazy. just dropped them, dude, from midair. They just died. Bitch thought she had the mm-hmm. upper hand. It's way more gruesome in the manga, but it's they just die. Um, twice kind of overcomes this trauma. Yeah. His trauma was he didn't know if he was a real clone or not. <laughs> and still, still the, the best written. I've never seen something written so well, by the way. Like, I, I think it's genius. But then when he gets both of his arms broken, he realizes, oh, I've taken so much immense pain 
if I was a clone, I would have disappeared. I would have disappeared. I'd be the real one. That was it. That's all. He's like, <laughs> what? Did he said something about him uh, trying to commit suicide. Yeah, some along those lines. But he overcomes it, and he sad man's parade, which is the most OP shit of all time. Yeah, uh, I was like, damn, dude. Wish you knew about this a long time ago. We could have, you know, done a lot of damage. He is the most dangerous villain. I don't yeah, know. I mean, with this with this power, yeah, it's stupid good. Hundred thousand, hundred thousand. Match match the hundred thousand niggas with my hundred thousand niggas, Listen. but my hundred thousand niggas is crazy. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm in the club with a hundred thousand niggas. Hundred thousand. That's right. Shiggy was like twice. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> like basically, like I'm proud of you. <laughs> like in his own way. He's like, wow, I can't believe you did that. Um, and now Tomura Shigaraki who goes through the greatest development of them all. No oh, man. Now decay things. You don't even have to touch them. They who saw who saw that? Oh, um, lizard. Lizard. What's his name? What's my man's name? I forget yeah. his name. Dude. Gecko. Geico. He's the one I always forget his name. Uh, uh, Splinter. No, Spinner. no. Spinner. 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 Yeah, he was like, did he just decay them without touching them? I was like, God. well, that scene in general is hard as fuck because yeah. Shiggy like hits the he hits like the wall. Mm. He just like he touches one of them. And then the rest of them just... They all turn into... It's just like a ball of decay. He killed like 30 niggas real quick. I was like, oh, they're getting, they getting gruesome with this. Whew. Let's talk Love about it. the backstory. Because the backstory is really the thing I wanted you to see. Out of the, yeah. I was telling you, the, oh, this was the... You need to see this. This was mm-hmm. the part I wanted you to see. How did you feel about Shigaraki's backstory? So <clears throat> this was one of those things that I went to go read, even though I wasn't at that part, because everyone was talking about it on the timeline, and the, and the, the panels looked beautiful. I did see some people were upset that the show didn't necessarily match the panels, but you know, I actually really liked it. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I mean, the, the throwing up, the, you know, him on that dog, going, oh, the dog, like just going back and like to that moment where it all happened and him killing his family and how he reacted. And like, he was a kid. Dad came, his dad came in and hit him with a tire oh. iron in the face. And he just like grabbed his face, shoved him in the ground, decayed him. Like just really like gruesome, sad stuff. You know, I, I thought it was done extremely well. I like Shiggy way more, not because of that, but just like in general, this arc right here, it, you just get so much from him. You know, a lot of dialogue, a lot of like the way that he is and why the way that he is. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really, it's, it was a, it was a great part of the season. One of my favorites. It was amazing. You learn yeah. where all the hands come from. They're the yeah, yeah. family members. So cool, man. I was like, what the fuck? That's so nasty, bro. But it's so hard. <laughs> no, but seriously though, let's be real. Let's be real. Yes. Let's be dead ass, bro. This is season five, bro. Okay, so if you're just an anime exclusive dog and you get to this part and you because at this point you don't know what the fuck, you know, you just like you just think it's aesthetics or I mean, you know, there's a reason, but it is technically aesthetics. But the story behind it now, just, just imagine finding this out season five. I mean, it's just it's written really well. I got good. Great kudos. Great. kudos. Absolutely. Today. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, that I mean, so League of Villains, I mean, eventually Shigaraki upgrades. I mean, even to the point of after that kind of goes down and he loses his, he's technically supposed to lose his fingers, um, but his fingers get damaged because anime, but his fingers are completely like taken off. It's, I think it close to damn near his entire hand is taken off. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, he goes up against Destro. Who tries to get little mechanical destro type shit? Tries to get boss up on him. Can't really boss up on him. Shigaraki blows the entire city to smithereens of Daika City. It just like decays it all. Yeah. And nigga surrenders. That's it. Like, surrender. Who the one? Who who the one? Let me know. <laughs> we don't. I'm the one. Yeah, we them boys over here. Enough. Which I, I mean, it meant again. Uh, I keep saying it, but. I will say if you're going to develop a team of villains so that going forward, it makes more sense how powerful they are. This is how you do it, man. This is how you do it. And it was, it was brilliant. Everybody kind of got like a, 
you know, an upgrade of some sort, a power up of some sort, or we just learn more about their court. They got, they got bread now. They took over this shit. Did he not think about this? It's like, bro, if I lose, they're gonna take all my shit over. Bro. <laughs> no, that's the type of shit you gotta think about as a businessman. But he didn't think he was gonna lose. Yeah, he's yeah. finding them from the bad though. They were, I mean, I, he didn't know bro, they were gonna upgrade their powers. Oh man, bro, boys. Listen, League of Villains. First thing Shiggy says after he defeat him is like, "Y'all got money, right?" It's something that he now in a three piece suit. Everyone got new arms, new legs, new eyes. Everyone's now a lieutenant in the army of a hundred thousand niggas. Mm. Um, he got his, all his he put all his people on. He still got the people who were on there before. They still on. They still lieutenant yeah. too. Because it was like, yo, I ain't gonna disrupt the entire. <laughs> I don't do, you know, that's not my type of, I'm not going to tell twice to be the director of this. Right. Twice just does what he does. You do what you do. Um, and then, of course, we see that uh, Shigaraki now, the because he's gotten the respect of Gigantomachia, and now he's going under the transformation under the Dr. Uagaki, and uh, he's about to be some real shit next season. He's about to be that's, some what, that's what we want. Real big ting. That's what we're looking for, man. Um, My Hero Academia Season 5. Again, I guess pacing, switching things up, really, truly detrimental to the overall story of this season. But still major developments that happen in this that lead into Season 6, which Season 6 is that one. It is yeah. that high. Yeah. It is the one. It's the one, huh? You think they think they bring the money back for the animation? Huh? They got to. They got to. This is the this is the one. This is absolutely the one. It all goes down in season six. So, I mean, stay tuned to that. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna let's cut the episode here. We're gonna talk about the movie in another recording thing. Uh, so we're gonna split it here because this is already hour long. I don't want to keep anybody too damn long. But if you want to hear about spoiler spoiler free review of the movie and then spoiler heavy <laughs> review of the movie spoiler free review will be very very short and then the spoiler heavy shit will be very well it'll be longer than that i don't know how long it's gonna be but you can tune into that we'll have it on we'll drop it immediately it'll be companion along this episode so make sure yeah. you tune into that um thank you guys for tuning in if you've reached this far um, make sure you subscribe to look out on arts look out rnc um subscribe to the podcast on the lookout on rnc radio mm-hmm. uh, subscribe to you know just follow myself you can follow me you can follow jeff you can talk about jeff we got rspn now has a twitter account rspn yeah. rnc so you can time. watch all that um how are your timberwolves doing at the moment balling undefeated listen we here man we here um i'm glad we're all in great spirits uh at the beginning of the season um yeah for now (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. with that said thank you guys for tuning in um and we'll be back next week with another episode make sure you stay tuned though for the my hero academia world heroes mission movie review and and tune into it and let us know what you think thank you guys for listening take care